to feel okay with rejection. We have the skill to be able to add value to people's lives, mm -hmm. to be able to see opportunity. Welcome to the Consistent and Predictable Income Community Podcast. The CPI Coaching Method is the only system that teaches real estate agents your way to no-broke months. Get started with this proven step-by-step -step system that'll give you consistent and predictable income in no time. Ryan Mobley is the team leader of Spring Heroes. In his first year as a licensed realtor, he garnered numerous recognitions such as 150% Club RE of Max Reg 2017, 100% Club RE of Max 2017, Rookie of the Year RE of Max Reg 2017. In this interview, Ryan will talk about building referral network by helping out through Home for Heroes. My name is Dan Roshan. I'm the host of the CPI Podcast, which is the real estate show designed to help top producing agents leverage and scale your business, allowing you to earn more money in less time for seasoned agents to help you get to the next level of stable income and for new agents to help you find the right way to freedom and money so that each of you can reach your potential as a person and as a real estate agent which means you'll have certainty in your future. Thanks for joining me. Enjoy the show. Hello, consistent, predictable income community. My name is Dan Rushan. I am joined with Ryan Moberly. Ryan is joining us from Colorado Springs, Colorado, and top team leader of uh top 1% team here in Colorado Springs and just freaking crushing it in sales. And we're going to talk about building a successful referral network. Ryan, welcome. How are you? Hey, Dan. What's up, man? How are you? <laughs> Fantastic. Thanks for having me on, dude. It's my pleasure. My pleasure. So, Ryan, so um, you've done uh, about 300 units in the last four and a half years, 100 million volume. Is that about right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I um, I was just studying the data yesterday, actually. So we're pumping a little more than that. And uh, we're actually a little over 100 million in volume now. That's pretty okay. exciting. That's a big number. Congratulations. That You should be proud of yourself. Yeah, thanks, man. I, those are only numbers that we used to count sheep with, right? Like, I didn't <laughs> even know those numbers were real. <laughs> I hear you, man. I hear you. So, uh, so four and a half years, is that how long you've been in the business? Actually, I kind of cheated a little bit. I started out as an investor. My cousin Scott was a real estate agent. So... I was 23, didn't know what to do, couldn't afford rent, couldn't pay for my own bills. And he's like, why don't you buy a fourplex and do it yourself? Where do I begin? I'm only 23. I just graduated from diapers. So what do I do? And uh, so we bought a fourplex. He gave me leases, had helped me with all that. I met my wife. We turned four into eight, eventually into 11. And then my wife, she's much smarter than I am. So she says crazy things like, get your license. I'm like, no, I got a government job. You're crazy. I'm not doing it. Obviously, I got my license because she said so, and uh, she just, you know, wanted to save some commission on the listing side. So it kind of made sense. So we tried it, and my first year, my goal was like, you know, if I could just close one a month, hit twelve, that'd be great. I ended up closing thirty three my first year. It definitely helps with a little background in real estate, but you know, if you're good at using words and speaking to people, like it's really not that hard. You know, so we're going to talk about building a successful referral network, but I, I know that you get, you know, business from, from other places. So help us understand, 
you know, as a agent that's been in the business for four and a half years, has a tremendous amount of success you should be proud of. Where does that business come from? Like, give us the different buckets of how do you find business? So right out the gate, you know, my wife, she does have a college degree in business and, and marketing. She used to work in marketing. So she definitely helped along the way. And we were trying to figure out, like, who are we going to be? What do you want to look like? What's your niche? So actually, it just worked out that I'm actually wearing my niche. So What's that say for the ones that are just listening? So it's at Homes for Heroes. Okay. You know, without marketing on your show, they're a third-party company up in Minnesota. Ruth Johnson is the CEO of the company. She had this crazy vision where she would give back to heroes. And the hero category, police, firefighter, military, healthcare, education, anything that falls within that guideline. Oh, you're considered a hero. And I didn't know the program existed. I didn't even know how to do a CMA. You know, my wife and I were just kind of shooting some ideas around. And I I was working in public education. I was doing maintenance or a custodial. So, you know, a true rags to riches story. And um, the way it started is this teacher came to me and she's like, hey, can you fix this chair? Me and my logical thinking, I'm like, wait, time out. You want me to burn an hour on a chair that costs you $5. I get paid about 20 bucks an hour. So 20 hours plus parts, you want to spend $22 of taxpayers' money to fix a $5 Ikea chair. She said, we've already spent our budget. We were one month into the school year. Boom. My wife was like, that's it. We're going to brand as the, the teacher's realtor. Kind of cheesy. We didn't really have much to go off of. So I talked to my employing broker at the time. and She's like, have you heard of Homes for Heroes? I got on the website. I'm like, this is it. This is what I need to do. Because I don't know if you know the term, but we use the term native in Colorado Springs, Colorado. For anybody listening to the show, the term native, it just means that you were born and raised in Colorado. It's kind of like a rite of passage, actually. So it's a big deal because it's a lot of military and moving here. I mean, we got four military bases. So to be a native in this community is kind of like a big deal. So you know, I worked in public education. Grandma worked in public education. My family was in military. My friends somehow fit into that hero category one way or another because it's a very small community. And that was my plan A. I didn't have a backup plan. Okay. And so I was all in in the program and uh, it paid off, you know, and we'll get to, you know, how I kind of marketed it later or however you want to dive Well, into. tell me, how did you market it? So. I, uh, I'm one year into the millennial generation. It's kind of relevant because like everything that's going on in today's day and age, the fast pace of the world, Mm -hmm. artificial intelligence, marketing, like it's a big deal. And back in 2017, like you weren't on podcasts and shows and streaming videos and going lives and all those things. Those hadn't happened yet. So I, uh, I knew there was something about social media because every like class I went to, Somehow it was brought up, or at least the engine was starting to rev. And so I just built a really solid marketing plan in my area. And it was super simple, like just diving right into the meat and bones. I just spent an hour every day. In that hour, I would find people who had 25 friends in common with me. And I would just try and add at least 50 a day. Okay. Out of that 50, maybe 10 I actually wanted to be my friend, believe it or not. I guess I'm not that cool. So I put it on an algorithm and I did that seven days a week. And then every Monday, then you can ask them to be friends on your professional page. And that's how I started growing my professional page organically. 
with that being said, in that hour, I also... You mean Facebook? We're talking about Facebook now? All Facebook, yeah. If you want to dive into Instagram, I haven't figured it out. I'm not the right agent. All right, hang tight. All right, let's go backwards just to make our understanding. Yep. So seven days a week, you're sending out 50 friend requests, and this is to people in your local area? Yep, just my local area. Okay. I and then 10 would say yes. Mm-hmm. And then you would, at some point, you bring them over to your professional page. Yep. Because the only way to grow your professional page organically is to ask friends from your personal page. If not, you got to pay per click, right? Yeah. And that Facebook ad gets pretty costly. I was averaging about a dollar and a half for one page like. And I thought that was pretty high. Maybe I sucked at marketing at the time. I don't know. But I was like, that's a waste of dollars. I'll do it the organic route. And I started pushing more organically. And this is going to even blow your mind. The real secret is, if you watch the ladies doing like Lip Sense, Lululemon, Beachbody, anyone that stay at home, moms who are like trying to generate income by starting like a, a pyramid scheme business, if you will, as I wear an EXP hat, we don't use pyramid scheme. The way they market themselves through an organic database on social media, if you follow it, they're really good at generating content and consistency. And just getting the message out there of who they are and what they're branding themselves as and what product they're selling. And I just followed what they did, truthfully, honestly. That's all I okay. did. Let's go back. Oh, all right. I'm going to get to that, but I want to fill the gap in before we get there. So 10 a day. And then a day. you're for every 50, 10 say yes. Now I'm a friend yep. on Facebook. And now for every 10, you ask for all of them to, to like your professional page. How many of those 10? like your professional page? So give or take, I would say on average, I can squeeze that funnel into about five a week. Okay. So then let's say one out of 10. Yep. Okay, great. All right. So now one out of 10, then they say yes to like your page. Mm -hmm. Now we start marketing to them systematically and you use the Beachbody and some others as a model. So what did they do that you did? What was that model? What did you do now that right. we have them over on the page? So this, so going back, let's remember, this was before Facebook Live and before Facebook Stores. Okay. So everything was algorithm on artificial intelligence for the newsfeed only at the time. So, you know, are you pumping content that people generally like? And then just to, once again, put it in another algorithm, you know, rule of thumb is find three things that make sense content-wise for you to post. And uh, I categorized it in three groups. And the three groups were obviously real estate because I'm in sales and real estate. The other one was who did I want to paint the picture of who I am to my audience. And so I posted pictures of my families, my hobbies. And then, of course, I love Jesus. I'm one of those weird fellas. So what are your hobbies? So like hobbies, like, you know, like doing things like snowboarding, the kids playing soccer, I coach. Okay. Just anything family oriented that I was into, just to paint the picture organically who I am. Okay. I can't remember where the statistic is, but, you know, for the audience and whoever's listening, it's a proven fact that 90% of consumers, when they find their real estate agent, they're going to ask a friend, a coworker, or a family member who they use. Go compile that data and then, you know, break it down to whoever they feel like they're going to use. Usually about three. 
Sometimes it's just one if they get enough referrals um, of the same person. And then with that statistic, then they're going to go to the Google machine and the Facebook and they're going to start stalking you. What was the picture that I was painting of who I am? Am I relatable? And can we build rapport? Or am I a turd nugget and they didn't like me? So maybe they went with the other person. Is that an officially coined turd nugget? 100% official. I love it, man. Hey there. If you are a real estate agent and if you've been an agent for a second or more, you realize that there's sometimes peaks and valleys in your income that at the least make you feel anxious. And if you are looking to get rid of those peaks and valleys and you're seeking to have that consistent and predictable income and to specifically take listings in today's market when it's near impossible to get a buyer under contract, I invite you to a five-day listing domination challenge that I'll be hosting where you'll discover your way, not mine, your way to take listings and you'll be able to understand where to get seller leads who are ready to hire you right now in today's market and know how to get hired more often. I invite you to join us. It's a free five-day listing domination challenge. You can visit www.5daylistingchallenge. That's the number five, www.5daylistingchallenge.com. So go ahead and visit www.5daylistingchallenge and I'll see you online. So what's the third piece? So you said the first was as a real, you know, about real estate. The second is who I am as a brand. And then what's the third piece? And this is going to hurt, but I mean it out of love for the audience. Truthfully, you are in real estate. Therefore, you have an ego. We all do. Most realtors are type A personalities, test very high D on this test. And uh, yeah, there's a little bit of pride in there and a little bit of ego. But guess what? It's not all about you. And I think agents fall into that trap that they're wondering what their content's going to be. Where are they driving their content? And is their content good enough? The truth is, is 100% of my success probably more than likely not boils down to what I'm posting, but what am I posting on other people's timeline? Now that I'm close to about 5,000 people, I spend almost every second of every day, I get into my cute little phone. And I just scroll through my newsfeed and I comment on everybody's posts. Okay. And if it isn't comment worthy, then I'll just throw like a like, a heart, or that cute little care emoji that just came out. I really like that one. That one's fun. <laughs> I've been using love since probably about a year now. I haven't used like, you know, I'm just going to send love. But now I like yeah. the care emoji too. So we'll do the love and care. Yeah. I love that one. But, um, and then, you know, what that did is, and, if you haven't noticed, I'm kind of a nerd. So I've actually studied all this and actually put it to a system. And it's crazy how it works out because if you follow the psychology or the psychiatric trends of how we surf Facebook, you can apply that to your business and then see kind of like what the consumer is going to do based upon what we all do. I don't know about you, but when I wake up in the morning, the first thing I do is I go through the news feed. If I see you know, maybe somebody or something or some information that I like, I go to their page. I flip through a couple of pictures, see if I know them or like them or whatever. And then, you know, and then I'll start scrolling their information, try and find out who they are, what they're doing. And then I'll go through the newsfeed. Well, what I did is, this is going to sound horrible, but I used that as kind of like bait. 
to get them to stalk me so then they can see the picture I've painted for them. Scandalous? No. I think it's just good marketing. <laughs> okay. I love it. All right. So, <laughs> all right. Step one was real estate. Step two is the image of who you are, including mm-hmm. your hobbies, including your family, including your religion. Step three is interacting with others. Do I understand mm-hmm. that correctly? Correct. Awesome. Okay. Yep. All right. So, so we have Homes for Heroes, and mm-hmm. then we have the Facebook strategy that you just outlined for us. Thank you for that. And, yeah. and so what else besides those two strategies has allowed for you to, to get business? Okay, cool. So that was my bread and butter. So what that has done, because I track all this data, that puts me in, well, I'm a team now. So we have the Moberly team. I'll get to that in a second. But, you know, so what that had done is that created a revolving door for what you represent in, in your book is, you know, a revolving door of continual business, not waiting for the next transaction. Yep. Once that was set, I couldn't manage it anymore. So, you know, eventually I evolved into the team model, but where there was other success before the team model actually grew is obviously you have to have the systems down, but then driving the business to the system, believe it or not, that put us in a 82% sphere referral and past client business. Now, you know, we did the open houses, you get a couple here and there, whatever. We're all agents. We know how that all works. But we could also use the open houses for social media content to have more content to post, share, whatever. So, you know, all agents should know that by now. If you don't, my phone number hopefully will be attached to this. Give me a call. We'll go over it. What's your phone number? Um, Throw it out there for those that are listening. So so it's 719-499-1407. You can call me anytime. Obviously, I'm an open book. So 719-499-1407. So, you know, we do the basic realtor things, right? We're trying to get business, grow. You know, we just started brand building. But where our other success was is the Homes for Heroes program. It opens doors to hit those niches. And in order to open those doors, just know that like this was a very closed off group of individuals and they're really hard to gain rapport and really hard to gain trust. You mean teachers and heroes and emergency mm-hmm. people and police? Is that what you mean? Yep, exactly. Okay. And not that that's a bad thing or anything. It's always good to be, you know, self-aware, self-conscious and know who you're hiring, right? I'm a nobody at this point. Who's this Ryan Moberly fella? He brings us donuts. The donuts are mighty tasty. What's this market? Throw the marketing material away. So then once again, consistency was the key. So where I started is, is my background's in education. So out of the Homes for Heroes niche in those five categories, I picked military and education as my two top niches because that's where my biggest fear was going to be. Plus there's four military bases there. I mean, your geography helps with that as well, of course. Yeah. And if you're watching and you don't know much about our geographical location, our area, Colorado Springs. But yeah, 80911 was voted the number one zip code in the nation starting when the whole COVID boom hit and all that stuff. It was a really popular place to go. No mask mandates. You can go outside. You can exercise. And we're one of the healthiest places in the nation. That drove a lot of people moving in. And the whole point of that is, is with that being said, we do have 6,000 licensed agents in our general marketing area. How do you grow when you have 10 agents to one consumer? Find your niche. Where can you pull people from? 
that actually might genuinely want to work with you and enjoy working with you because you share commonalities. Well, these are the people I broke bread with. These are the people I hung out with. So it was kind of easy. So truthfully, the way I started, super simple. In Colorado Springs, the school and the educational system went to fun runs. The PTOs and the principals were tired of exhausting the parents on the latest cookie dough or yo-yo or bread bun cells or whatever. So they were like, let's do this fun run. Let's get the kids. They run around. You check mark their shirt every lap and then parent or family or whatever, $1 for every lap, whatever. What that did is that could generate like, you know, a lot of money. Therefore, the schools didn't have to market the rest of the year to get money. Well, there was an opportunity where I was like, hey, can I sponsor your event? What does that include? Well, they got to put my logo on the shirt. My shirt went home with, you know, on average, 680 elementary kids t-shirts. Mom and dad throw it in the washer. The chances of them seeing the logo and the branding and the homes for heroes, they're going to fit the hero niche one way or another. They're going to relate to it. They maybe go to the website, maybe email, who knows, or maybe see me in public and it would stir up a conversation. And that's kind of how I broke through the hero group. Not only could I bring in, you know, food or volunteer my service or anything like that for the school system. Then that, you know, gave a face to the name, to the branding, who that weird guy who just asked me to be friends on social media. And then it all kind of came full circle. And then you put all of those elements together and it took off, man. I love it. I love it. Ryan, thank you for walking us step by step through that. I think that's going to be mm-hmm. really useful to a lot of a lot of agents. So thank you for that. I recently wrote the book, Real Estate Evolution, the 10-step guide to CPI, consistent and predictable income for real estate agents. I wrote this book because I have sold real estate since 2007 and developed an immense amount of experience and knowledge. During my journey, I've witnessed hundreds and maybe even thousands of real estate agents fail in this business. And I firmly believe that that's a shame. In Real Estate Evolution, I will show you the exact steps that I have used as a real estate salesperson to sell one to 15 homes every single month for the past 129 consecutive months. It took me more than two decades to learn the sales and persuasion techniques and more than one decade to master the real estate sales techniques to be able to produce the content that makes up this book. And it took me more than a year to write at a pace of three hours every single day. If you're a real estate agent and you're looking for consistent and predictable income in your business, I invite you to get the book, Real Estate Evolution. And you can get that by visiting www.therealestateevolution.com. I'll even give it to you for free as long as you pay for the postage. What have your challenges been? I'm sure you've had, I mean, have you had challenges? I'm sure you have. Yeah. This is going to sound extremely humbling, especially for all the Keller Williams agents out there. I don't know how to work a database or a CRM. I'm just now learning that four and a half years in. You know, humbly just being honest. Yeah. I suck at that. You know, at my first brokerage, we had Homes Connect. I put some people in there. Who knows what happened to that? That's long gone. And and then just like the CRM piece, like with how fast the business took off, I just, it was the thing that I never took into consideration. I was pumping all of my organic business through, believe it or not, Facebook Messenger. So all my 
potential leads were somewhere in a social media database. I never thought about taking that and bringing it over into a, a different database. Why? Like a CRM I mean, or anything like here's that. Here's the thing. That is your CRM. I believe I my CRMs, my most effective CRM, I've got a bunch of folders right there. And those yeah. are all my hot perspective uh, seller leads. Now I have CRM of tens of thousands of people online. You know, you have to have that. Yeah. But for me, if I could manage pen and paper for 10,000 people, obviously you can't, I would. Um, yeah. So, but uh, for me, it's, I go old school, you know, for my hot prospects. Yep. I'll tell you what. Just I, go uh, with what works. Yep. And I never took into consideration. I was good with the spreadsheets because I had some basic knowledge through college of how to do like a spreadsheet. Yeah. So like... <laughs> I'm with my assistant just like last month, man. And we, we got the team together, you know, to leave my team manager, share my assistant, my wife, she does my transaction coordinating and we're getting together and it's like, okay, cool. What are we going to do for Thanksgiving this year? Let's re reintroduce the pie thing. Let's hit the, you know, let's go to the past client data bias. Let's get pies out to everyone. And then, you know, we have these really good ideas for social media and blah, 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 blah. And then we call and there's a pie shortage. Dude, we called like every freaking company that would like sell us a pie and like no pies. And then, you know, me being me, I'm just like, how the heck? I didn't process it. But yeah, after you talk to a couple of people, apparently, you know, the COVID wiped out pumpkin patches or maybe there weren't people to work it. I don't know. But apparently pumpkins weren't, weren't hot or maybe we all burnt through them during Halloween <laughs> carving them. I don't know. But anywho, so then we were like, oh, shoot, we can't do that. Okay, cool. What's the next step? Oh, let's send out a, a happy Thanksgiving card. How are we going to do that in a month? Shoot. Okay. Go buy some cards. Handwrite. Nope. That's not going to work. Oh, you know what? I subscribed to Happy Grasshopper. They do custom postcards. Let's do postcard or let's do the handwritten note cards through Happy Grasshopper. We try and upload the, the past client database in there with the street addresses and everything so they can go out. And my account rep's like, Hey, you have to have emails to get that done. I'm like, well, the emails are here. The addresses are here. Hey, Shara, can you put the two together? You know, that took a couple of days because that's a lot of work with 300 past clients. And um, so she gets it, uploads it. By the time it uploads, day before Thanksgiving, cards don't get there till Christmas. So it's like, oh my dude, we got to get better at this freaking process. And it, it's my fault. It's 100% my fault. I wouldn't play, place play on if I would have taken CRM more serious back when I started it or maybe had the right training on how to manage a database or anything like that, then four and a half years later, 300 people deep, maybe I could have figured that out. What I heard you say in all that is, is that you are not skilled at the organization piece of our business. And that doesn't surprise me, and neither am I, by the way, it, because those of us that are able to figure out how to do the business we have a different unique skill. We have the skill to be able to understand, to feel okay with rejection. We have the skill to be able to add value to people's lives, mm -hmm. to be able to see opportunity, to be able to persuade people, to be able to be that, you know, how am I going to get that business when there's 10 other agents for every piece of, for every uh, buyer and every seller, you know, to mm -hmm. be able to get in front of that. So what you're saying is it makes perfect sense to me. And I also heard you say about, your transaction coordinator. I also heard you say about your wife who's who's working, you know, an mm -hmm. administrative piece and how you're supplementing your weaknesses 
very smartly with those people, which hopefully those are their strengths. Yep. So right now they, not me, because I yep. can't do it. Humbly, you know, we all, you know, want to compete in the SEO and the Google and the Facebook advertising, right? So, yep. you know, I do have the software Boomtown. Once again, I don't work for Boomtown. I'm not on payroll to say that on your show, whatever disclaimer I need to throw out there. Well, so now we're in another transition, right? Because I left Remax and yep. I went to EXP. And at Remax, I have Boomtown. And Boomtown yep. is freaking amazing. So if, if you're listening and you don't know what Boomtown is, it's a online lead generation software. Amazing back-end CRM database management software. And it's very comparable to uh, like the, the Keller agents. You guys got the command center run by Real Geeks. Real Geeks, if you're not Keller, KV Core, which is now the EXP. Now we're learning that. And, uh, you know, Sync, Commissions Inc., and then Boomtown, right? So I chose Boomtown after interviewing them all. I thought that was going to be great. I liked what it did. And it has been great. But holy crap, I am two years into it just now learning how powerful that is. From start to finish, lead goes in, under contract pending, close, connect it to the cell, drip campaign. It's amazing software. But I think they all do it one way or another. Yeah, It's just, which one do you work best with? now? not paid advertising. There are some things in KV Core that Boomtown can't do that I'm actually like really excited about. But there's some things in Real Geeks that or Command Center that, you know, is really cool too. So it's like pick one and just run with it. Yeah. Pick the one that works for you and then just rock and roll with it. That's always been my advice. Yep. The best advice I can offer when it comes to that, you know, I see agents all the time like, oh I ran a Facebook ad for 30 days. I didn't get a lead. Cool. Run it for six more months. Yeah. Run it for a year. Run it for a longer period of time so you can actually get data points to study. Same thing with your software system. Pick one, run with it. Let it run for a year. If this is your ad spend and your budget, leave it alone. Just let it do its thing. Then reevaluate six months to a year in. Is it working? If it's not, trash it. Try something new. If it does work, don't recreate the wheel. There are some very smart, talented individuals who've been doing real estate long before we have. Just replicate. Love it, Ryan. Copy, paste, copy, paste. That's all you have to do. Rip off a duplicate. All right, Ryan, I love it. And uh, so if I have a referral for Colorado Springs, I'm a real estate agent listening to this. I'm sure you pay a nice referral fee. How do I get in touch with you? So 719-499-1407. And then email is Ryan, R-Y-A-N, at Springs, S-P-R-I-N-G-S, Heroes. H-E-R-O-E-S, don't forget the E because I even forget it too, dot com. Ryan at springsheroes.com. And then it's kind of funny, Springs, Colorado Springs. If you're a native here, we don't know Colorado Springs. We just know the Springs. So, the Springs. I never knew. I didn't, thank you for teaching me that. Yep, just the Springs. Yep, just the Springs. In the house. What's up? You know, we just have our little slang here. I love it, man. All right. So thank you again, Ryan. I really am blessed that uh, you joined us today. Real estate agents, I want to invite you that if you are struggling in real estate sales right now and you're seeking to have that success, you're seeking to have the closings every single month, I would love to be able to have a conversation with you. I invite you to visit www.thecpicommunity.com. That's thecpicommunity.com. Book a call with me and let's discuss your way for sales because 
there is not one way to make sales. Unlike those other real estate gurus that say, do you know, call Fizbo's, call expires, go door knock, go do open houses. All of those ways work, but they only work for the right person. So if you'd like to discover your way to sell, I encourage for you to book a your way discovery call with me so you can realize your way to sales. And you can do so by visiting www.thecpicommunity.com. Ryan, thank you again. God bless you. Good luck for yeah, the future. Man. I look forward to, uh, to seeing your success and uh, partnering with you in the future. Yeah, heck yeah, man. Thanks for having me on, Dan. I really appreciate your time. Hate the feeling of missing out and not knowing where to start? Aside from grabbing a copy of The Real Estate Evolution, the 10-step guide to CPI, we also encourage you to join our ever-growing group, the Consistent and Predictable Income Community. Apply for a membership on Facebook and visit us at thecpicommunity.com online to listen to our previous superstar interviews. This is Mitch Steven. You know, I had the pleasure of meeting and interviewing Dan Roshan. Dan is a top team leader in the D.C. area with Keller Williams, and he breaks down his journey. He's somebody that, you know, struggled for the first six months, like so many real estate agents do, and then something clicked. He helped me tremendously, specifically with creating systems in place. It's very important to have a process in place that works not just for you, but for also the client. you are still listening, it is because you align with the CPI community. That means that you love to learn. You are ambitious, qualified, smart, and professional. Mostly, you understand that you're in charge to design your life. If you do not want to wait until next show is posted, I invite you right now to visit www.thecpicommunity.com, which is the official website of the CPI community. There, You'll have access to eavesdrop on past conversations I've had with the top salespeople, business owners, and entrepreneurs. The content is free and there's no opt-in. If you really want to hit the ground running, I encourage you to apply on the homepage of thecpicommunity.com to become CPI certified. It is a compensated service and those that have become certified have reported back that they have more than tripled their business sales and done so in 20% less time. The CPI certification is a part of the CPI curriculum, which is the blueprint where you will learn the proprietary process of CPI, which is the key to having consistent and predictable income for salespeople without letting time, money, and relationships fall through the cracks. Lastly, I invite for you to share this podcast with others who are competitive, love to learn, assertive, relationship-based, self-starters just like you so they can also benefit and please leave us a rating or a review and subscribe now so that you'll be notified of the next show thank you again i'll see you on the next show to your success